Welcome to the Mini Lombardi Podcast, Week 7. How you doing, TJ? Or should I call you the loser? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Maybe in this league, but at least I beat you in the other. So we're, uh, we're 50-50 in the week. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. You win some, you lose some. Well, let's get in to this week's matchups. And we'll get to our matchup at the end. Because we always save the best for last. <laughs> and it was a good matchup. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was a really tight matchup. Last week in our preview, we started with uh, more points, please versus Neek, and more points, please finally got some more points. He did. He did get about uh, twenty-three more points to be exact, and uh, that that secured the win for him. And it, it was by no means a, a pretty win, in my opinion. He definitely got uh, some good performances out of his wide receiving group. Hopkins and Kelsey and Tyler Boyd uh, carried this team. Well, Hopkins is back. Hopkins is back. And he got a decent performance out of the Titans' defense. But this team still has running back issues. He ended up starting Kareem Hunt and Sonny Michel, which ended up netting him 10 points total. Well, 10.1 points. Naheen Himes and Antonio Gibson sitting on his bench out both performed his starting running back. So some poor decisions there. Ended up getting the win anyways. And, um, hey, DJ Moore's on the bench, but it's nice to see him put up some points. It is. It is very nice to see him put up some points. Better than Romeo Dubs putting up a zero. And Neek's running backs didn't really do very well either. Hers, uh, hers only netted her about seven po- you know, less than seven points there, so... Do you think Leonard Fournette's going to make it to the bench this week? On her team or just in general? No, on her. Well, remember at the draft. Oh, she, right. When, you know, <laughs> he's going to be on my bench. <laughs> so, yeah, the big deciding factor, though, really, for Neek in the loss was uh, Romeo putting up the zero and uh, across the table, Tyler Boyd putting up 30 points. Uh, that really did help cement the win for more points, please. DK Metcalf getting hurt did not do her any favors either. No, no. Only getting one reception for 12 yards, uh, that's not enough to win a week. All right, moving along. Our next matchup is Cup of Tea versus Badger Girl. And Badger Girl got a pretty convincing win in this one, 151-84. to Definitely some bye week issues for Cup of Tea. We had talked about that in the preview. She had most of her team on by. When you look at her bench, she only had two other possible players that were even playing this week that she could have thrown into her lineup. So, And Badger Girl got some nice performances out of Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones in bounce-back performances. Big game out of Mike Williams, Raheem Mostert. And Aaron Rodgers uh, mailed in another two touchdowns, both of which went to Aaron Jones, so double points there. Really not much to speak about. Some more, some underperforming teams, but was enough to get her 151, which is a pretty high score, and uh, take home the victory. Yeah, and unfortunately, Cup of Tea had some underperformances kind of across the board. Not a lot of people outscoring expectations for her, so um, that, that didn't really help it and helped cement the loss this week. But next week, she'll have most of her players back from bye and hopefully won't have to deal with a lot of bye issues for the rest of the season, so... I guess that's a that's a positive. That that is a strategy that some people use is that they just collect players on one bye week and then you know, forfeit that particular week and then but they don't have to deal with the bye weeks anymore. 
guarantee a you know almost guarantee a loss but then yeah it really helps you out the other weeks and hopefully you line up with uh, whoever you're playing has some bad bye weeks and can help give you a little bit of an edge so moving on to the next matchup we have tdls versus scary now scary again put up a a ton of points here 191 to 138 he took it um Burrow just going off, scoring 60 points. The uh, the Halloween Bengals are in force. Yes, they are. Full force. Full Tiger force. Jamar Chase with a huge week. Two touchdowns. Again, some double points there. Clorin going above expectations. And Ramondre Stevenson putting up an, a nice big week again. Yeah, on the other side, T.D. didn't have a terrible week. He put up 140, but... When your opponent scores 190, there's not really much you can do about it. Big game from Pat Mahomes. Big game from Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, the rest of the team um, was either pretty close to expectations or uh, just beat expectations. Everybody had a pretty solid performance in this matchup. I looked into the bench a little bit. Um, he could have started Mal- uh, MVS, which could have netted him a few points, but nothing really major. Nothing that really would have made a difference. Um, I think what maybe would have made a difference is I do see two empty bench spots down there, so filling those would give you a few other options. Not wrong there. But, I mean, I mean, scored 138 points. Pretty solid week. So let's move into the Doctor versus Bushzilla. The Doctor beat Bushzilla 146 to 96. So a nice strong win for the Doctor. We did both pick the doctor to win this week, so kudos to us as well. Lamar Jackson just underwhelmed expectations there, only scoring 16 points. James Robinson put up a goose. Maybe the trade will will help him out here now with Robinson going to the Jets. Uh, maybe he'll he'll end up getting some more carries, but um, he does have some running back issues as well. On the other side, not a whole lot of running back issues. Um... Alan Kamara put up a respectable 17. Kenneth Walker well on his way to being Rookie of the Year now that Brees Hall is on IR with an ACL tear. Some solid performances from wide receivers and tight end. Cortland Sutton mailed it in again. Third straight week with three receptions for 23 yards. Well, he did have a backup quarterback this week. Has a backup quarterback every week, kind of. And uh, Adams with another strong performance again. Looking good for the doctor this week as he improves his record to 4-3. and three. Yeah, biggest points on the bench, McCole Hardman, um, who had three total touchdowns, which you can't bank on, so understandably why he's on the bench there, but those 28 points still wouldn't have done it for him. Who's going to start McCole Hardman? McCole Hardman. Maybe. And with that, we move into... A matchup that featured a undefeated team that is no longer undefeated. Mrs. Sirius got her first loss, losing to Waddle Baby Waddle, 155 to 137. Uh, she was able to keep it pretty close. Eckler again going above and beyond. Josh Jacobs again going above and beyond, but um, not having Josh Allen appears to have kind of been the downfall for her week and gave her her first loss. Mark Andrews also, um, with the injury going out, that did not help at all. 
No, no, the Mark Andrews injury hurt a lot of people uh, this week. He didn't even have a catch. His only fantasy points came off of a four-yard carry. Not fun to be a Mark Andrews owner this past week. No, and at least we have the fractional points now this year, which is a, a new addition, but without that, I mean, he goosed a lot of people. And on the other side of the matchup, Trevor Lawrence had a pretty decent week. Brees Hall was having a good day until he got injured. And just, you know, some solid performances, uh, especially out of ETN and the Dallas D. Oh, yeah. A big week out of ETN, Gus Edwards, Chris Olave. Not a lot of points left on the bench, so definitely started the right guys. He definitely started the right guys, and he, um, you know, survived his his bye week problems with both Buffalo Bill receivers on bye. So kudos to you. Leaned pretty heavy on the uh, running backs. Started four this week. Well, that's what happens when you have two wide receivers on bye. Indeed. Worked worked out well. I mean, he took a shot on Gus Edwards. Some good roster decisions were made by Waddle, Waddle Baby Waddle in this run. So that brings us to. The game of the week! And what a game, and what a matchup it was. The closest matchup of the week. Also the lowest scoring matchup of the week. It it was a battle, man. We were grinding it out. I was definitely sweating this one out. Yeah, for a while it felt like it could go either way. I did kind of feel, I I made a pretty bad coaching decision right out of the gate. Um, Putting in Rondell Moore. On Thursday night, it really sucks when Eno Benjamin is sitting there with 23 points on your bench and Rondell Moore ended up playing 5'7", Rondell Moore, ended up playing on the outside all game and only got one catch for 31 yards for a measly four points. That was kind of painful because for three days, I had to kind of sit there knowing, man, I am really kind of starting this from behind. So, um, And just knowing that I'd made that bad choice. Yeah, I definitely struggle with some roster decisions as well. I struggle between Tom Brady and Jimmy Garoppolo. Ended up making the wrong decision there. Um, the other decision that I struggled with was uh, Hunter Renfro or George Pickens. And I guess I kind of made the decision when I, when it was presumed that Trubisky was still going to start and Darren Waller got ruled out. And I put Renfro in, figuring he was going to get some, you know, more targets with Waller being out. Um, that was also the wrong decision. Um, but in the end, your your decisions hurt you more. Now, while we do say that, in our other league, the Matrix League, we did also play each other this week. I was able to pull out a win, though, on that one, so... That was also another lower-scoring, close victory... You only got me by seven points. Uh, the total was 105.98. And... Well, and it came down to Monday night, which was fun. And uh, unfortunately, um, I just didn't have the po- the firepower on Monday night with uh, my Thornton play over your... Ramondre Stevenson. Stevenson play. Yeah, that's a... Uh... Man, Stevenson is... He is a beast this year. He's uh, He's been doing pretty well. That that being said, um, you know, I was kind of forced to make a trade in this league um, because I had bye week issues. And I, I kind of bring this up because I noticed that a lot of people had some bye week issues this week. And I ended up, I had Dalvin Cook on bye, and I had absolutely 
nobody on my bench really um, to start over him or to start to start. And I think one of the, my my best running back at the time was going to be Rex Burkhead. And I really did not want to start Rex Burkhead, especially going against one of my bigger rivals in this league. And I was forced to trade Dalvin Cook away in order to get a starting running back in my lineup this week. And I ended up trading away Dalvin Cook and Cortland Sutton. And on the other side, I received Travis Etienne, who I was able to start and got me 19 and a half points. I got Gabe Davis, who was on bye, which really didn't help me. And I also got Garrett Wilson in the deal as well. So it was kind of a a two for three deal. And, you know, I really did not want to make this trade, TJ. I really didn't want to give up Dalvin Cook. I really wasn't that high on ETN. He's splitting carries with uh, James Robinson at the time. And it didn't feel good when I hit the accept button on that trade. Well, at the time you had made that trade, he had been splitting carries. You know, this past week, they did not use James Robinson. Was he inactive or did he get, like, a carry? I don't know. He he played, like, 12% of snaps, but he did not get a touch. So, really, it was this week after you made the trade that things kind of turned around. So, you you did, I don't want to say luck into, but you were able to, to kind of buy in low, really. on. Well, I guess maybe not even buy in low. You did trade away... Delvin Cook for him, but when I did see that come across, I, I kind of thought that you were losing in the deal, but now after that trade, getting rid of James Robinson, I feel like you may have actually won. ETN's going to be a strong option. He, he's probably going to be a top 10 or at least 14 running back the rest of the season. And, you know, unfortunately, the trade did not win me the week, but I do feel that my team is now a lot stronger going forward. Um, even though I traded away one of my best players. So, especially now that the trade has been made and James Robinson is no longer in Jacksonville, um, ETN is going to be a stud going forward. And sometimes you just have to get the dice to roll your way in fantasy. But Well, and Gabe Davis now at a pair with Tyreek Hill. I mean, you're going to have some very big weeks, those two guys. I mean, they, they can both blow up. And if they blow up at the same time, you're going to blow your opponent out of the water. So it's... Uh... It should turn your team around very nicely for the rest of the year here. Sometimes when you have bye week issues, you, you're forced to make a deal that you don't necessarily want to make. And it may, it may not make a difference in the end. I'm very happy that I made that deal. All right, quick check at the standings this week. Um, again, not a ton of movement. Um, but there are people making moves as... The, the team that scares me has got a two-game win streak, and he is, uh, make, is, climbing, is climbing the win total. He's not quite caught people in his division yet, um, but he's making moves. Um, you are still in first place despite the loss in your division. My whole division lost this week. That did help. Oh, I did see that your your entire I did see that the entire division took a loss this week. Yeah, and my entire division took and my entire division won this week. Yes. So, or no thanks to your division for helping me keep you know string out my lead. <laughs> Except for you, thank you for losing to me. See, I was trying to not give your entire division wins. I didn't want to do that for your division. Um, unfortunately, I just couldn't quite get enough this week and. 
It's that it's that Eno Benjamin. You can you can thank Eno Benjamin. <laughs> no, I can thank you for not starting him. All right, well, let's move in to week eight. We have uh, two more teams with some high-powered offense on bye this week. Um, KC is on bye this week, and the LA Chargers are on bye this week. And I don't know why the NFL did that. I think we got two teams on bye this week, and I think there's six teams on bye next week. So everybody check your bye weeks. So a little bit of a lighter week this week. That might uh, make it a little bit easier setting your lineups. All right, let's start out with Pity City versus More Points, please. And I'm going to let you start this one out. And tell me how comfortable you feel taking on MPP. So right now, um, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. It's going to be nice with Kansas City, as you mentioned, being on by. So Travis Kelsey is going to be out of his lineup. Um, that is one of his stronger players. Um, with Hopkins back, I mean, Hopkins came back big last week. Uh, he also has C.D. Lamb, so he does have some strong wide receiver firepower. But um, as we'd mentioned a couple times, he is a bit lacking in the running back room, so that should help give me a bit of an advantage. Um, currently, I am projected to beat him by about 20 points here, and I do think the projections are going to um, hold pretty true in that I, I'm, I'm hoping I should be able to take a pretty solid. Oh, and I don't even have Justin Jefferson back up in my lineup at the moment. So, I'm going to go Pity City on this one. I'm going to go Pity City as well. It's time to uh, end that one-game lose streak. or And put an end to more points one-game win streak. Absolutely. I don't want your division to all get wins next week, so i got to do my part. So, next up, we have TDLs versus Neek. TDLs is going to be having a lot of buys this week. He's got... Three on his bench and two and one in his starting lineup. So he's going to have four total players out on bye this week. Yeah, he's got uh, quite a bit invested in Kansas City's offense there. Um, so that's going to hurt him this week. I did see that he uh, did plug Daniel Jones into his QB role. And that it, Dan, Danny Dimes has been a pretty decent uh, fantasy scorer this year. He's been uh, taking the ball into the end zone on the ground a few times. So that's... Uh, Looks pro- looks promising there. Yeah, I tried picking him up, and un- unfortunately, he he, uh, he swiped him from me here in the waivers. I did see that. We actually had some excitement on the waivers this week. We did. I did notice that because I think three people bid on Danny Dimes. Is Waddle Baby waddling on that too? No, three bids were out for Irv Smith. And I think everybody bid ten dollars. Uh. $10 from Tommy Boy, $10 from Waddle Baby Waddle, and TDLs went in with a $0 bid and did not get him. We both put in a $0 bid, though, on, on Danny Dimes, so it was, uh, it was my own fault for not getting him. Looking on the other side, we have uh, Kyler Murray, Damian Harris, DK Metcalf, questionable right now, probably not going to play. Um, never know what you're going to get out of Romeo drops. Um, Julio, or the, or as I like to refer to him as the game time decision. So, some roster moves yet to be made. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with TDLs in this one. Yeah, I think TDLs is going to take this one. Alright, next matchup. Waddle Baby Waddle versus Bushzilla. Will Lamar Jackson come out? Of his uh, bad quarterback streak this week, I think, is one of the biggest questions in this matchup. 
I don't know if it's just not having wide receivers out there that can distract, but he got Bateman back, and uh, yeah, I don't really know what's up with him. Well, the uh, Tampa Bay defense is missing uh, quite a few of their starters this week, so hopefully, for Bush's sake, Lamar Jackson can take advantage of that because they do still have a pretty stout run defense. Um, And I guess James Robinson uh, getting traded to his new home. We don't know exactly what to expect out of him. How many opportunities he's going to get this week is kind of unknown. It's not going to get a lot worse than not having any carries. So Waddle Baby Waddle, though, has been putting up a lot of points and getting back his Buffalo wide receivers. Um, That's only going to kind of help him a little bit more this week. I'm going to have to take Waddle Baby Waddle on this one. I'm going to take Waddle Baby Waddle, too. you got those Buffalo wide receivers going against uh, Green Bay Packers defense who can not seem to stop anything. All right, and moving along, next we have Mrs. Sirius versus Cup of Tea. The Battle of the Besties. Wow, it did not take long for Mrs. Sirius to plug Josh Allen back into her lineup. Both of them look like they've uh, restored most of their bye week players, so um, Cup of Tea gets back a lot of strong performers, so she's got Hertz back in, Cook, um, Cooper Cup, A.J. Brown. So she does have a lot of... Uh, Hopefully well-rested players that maybe will give her a, a, a shot at putting up some big numbers. Currently, it's projected relatively close. And Austin Eckler is out, which is definitely a help with the way that he has been playing. So this one maybe even should have been the game of the week. <laughs> this one might be a really good matchup. I'm actually pretty excited for this one here. Um, we will see. This, yeah, this could be... This has a this is a potential game of the week candidate. Um I think Josh Allen's projection of 38 is a little low. Man, this is going to be a tough one. Unfortunately, what is probably going to give Mrs. Sirius the edge will be Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. Which is going to hurt just twice as much. I mean, it, it will be painful for me to sit next to her on the couch and watch this game. <laughs> I believe that. I, you know what? I gotta have to do it. I'm gonna have to go with Josh Allen, and I'm gonna have to pick Miss Sirius. And I'm gonna pick my wife as well. Yeah, we're not idiots. They listen. <laughs> Moving on, we have: Is it snowing in Vermont versus Badger Girl? So taking a look here, the bye weeks really aren't gonna play in too much. Um, Mike Williams got hurt, and so the bye week actually comes at a great time. He wouldn't have been started here regardless. And I think he's even projected to be out, I think I saw four weeks. So might even move him to short-term IR. We'll see what they do there. Uh, it does look like you have a lot of good matchups, and she does have a lot of red matchups um, kind of listing per position here. So that might give you a bit of an edge. I don't think Tom Brady is going to get the 31 projected points, though. How is this for the uh, the old men of quarterbacks? Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers? I mean, uh, I don't know. I can't start Jimmy G against the Rams, unfortunately. Although, Shanahan does have McVay's number. I might have to go look at some stuff. See some past look, Jimmy versus the Rams and uh, past matchups. I really don't feel comfortable starting Brady anymore. But... I do feel comfortable with my running backs. I do feel comfortable with my wide receivers. I may have to make a move 
Uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Amon Ra St. Brown this week. I'm pretty. I'm feeling pretty comfortable. I'm feeling pretty comfortable. Are you calling that a win for yourself? Do I, do I have to actually come and say I'm going to choose myself to win? <laughs> yes. I choose myself to win. I think you're going to take this one as well. Well, and that brings us to the game of the week. So both the team that scares me and the doctor are coming off of a win. The team that scares me is actually on a two-game win streak and has been putting up some points the last few weeks. So we'll see if he can keep it rolling hot. The doctor coming off a pretty hot past week as well, though, so I think that this is actually going to be a very good contest. Uh, Not a lot of guys on bye this week. Herbert for the doctor. That's going to hurt. It is, but it's going to be a good battle of running backs. Joe Mixon and Ramondre Stevenson against Kamara and Walker. All four of those guys have been putting up some big numbers. Uh, good good matchups then uh, with the wide receivers as well, with uh, Chase and Godwin going against Lockett and T. Higgins. You know, D.K. Metcalf probably not going to play this week. He's going to give Lockett a boost in targets, possibly. And, uh, you know, the way the Bengals' offense has been playing, T. Higgins might get his. I mean, this game, ooh, the Bengals play on Monday night, too, so this game's going to come down to Monday night football. That'll be fun. Yes, yes it will. Well, and if it's close enough, I mean, I always love that with a uh, one guy's quarterback and another guy's wide receiver. Granted, he's going to have Jamar Chase playing as well, but like you said, if everything starts going to T. Higgins there, Higgins could end up putting up more points, and uh, if he's catching the, the touchdowns, and that could be a determining factor. So, um, I don't think anyone's stopping Jamar Chase. The, this offense has gotten rolling, rolling, rolling. The Cleveland defense has not been prolific this year. Well, it's not about stopping Jamar Chase. I mean, he can put up his numbers as well. It depends on what the score is going to be on Sunday night. The doctor could be up by 50 points, 60 points with Higgins going, and then Burrow and Chase just might not get enough. Higgins just has to be that separator. So Projections right now, 139 to 137. Who do you think is going to take this matchup? Are you going to go with the scary Bengals, or do you think the doctor has got a prescription to put them down? So the Bengals got hot here in October. Their helmets are orange and black, and they're playing on Halloween night. I think that they are going to come out, and they are going to just have one heck of a game against Cleveland. I think Scary's going to take this one. I think that Joe Burrow is going to put up some pretty big numbers again. It's just too fitting. Orange and black on Halloween. It's really fitting because it's the team that scares me on Halloween. (laughs) You can't go against Scary on Halloween. The amount of points that he has been putting up recently, um, you know, we we keep talking about it. You can put up the second highest score, but... If you play the person that scores the most points, and Scary's been putting up the most points, so uh, it's it's definitely a tough one. If anybody can do it, I think the doctor's got a real shot this week. You know, having his backup quarterback in instead of Herbert, I think um, timing-wise for the bye, it is it is going to hurt him a little bit here, especially going up with how hot Joe Burrow has been lately. But um, I I think it will stay close, but I think Scary's going to take this one. I'm gonna. I'm picking scary on Halloween too. Well, that was quick six matchups. 
Do you got anything you want to add to this, TJ? Uh, last week we kind of ended this podcast, and uh, we both ended up chatting and talking about we, and we both ended up putting quarterbacks on the trade block that uh, no one made a trade for. Um, you putting anybody on the trade block this week? I haven't thought about it yet, but I'm always looking to make a deal, so. I really thought it would get gusty last week, and it did not. The trade winds did not pick up at all. So, hopefully, come on, guys, let's get let's get active here. Let's make some trades, send some out. I know I know Tom is sending out plenty. I've rejected probably about five or six today alone. Wow, who who's on your team that he wants? I think he just wants to change things up. He just wants to poke me. I think he doesn't actually want to make a trade. <laughs> <with me. laughs> Do you send any counters? Of course. All right, that's all that matters. Yeah, you got a counter. I I sent I sent a trade his way this morning that he rejected. So maybe I try again. Absolutely, you got to try, right? You're not going to succeed unless you do. All right, TJ. I wish you the best of luck this week because you are not playing me. Same to you, Ray. Wish good luck to everybody else out there in fantasy land. Good luck, folks. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye bye.